hear me okay? Can you hear me? There's no light on. Yeah, no, you're good. You can hear me? Yeah. Okay, cool. No yeah, I left, I left so. it on. I left it on, so. I Because no headphones. Yeah. But I wanted to test the audio, make sure we're good. But uh, I believe this is it. This is it. We're here. We're, we're here. here. Hello. The boys are here. Hello, the boys. Is here. Man, oh, I always up? get so happy whenever I'm with both of you at the same yeah, time. It doesn't happen very often. Like trilogy. Yeah. It used to happen all the time, but now it, 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 life, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Life, yeah. It's in the way it's all, all inconsistent. It's very uh, nostalgic, you know, because all three of us used to just fucking hang out almost every day and, I know, you know, right? get stoned or watch movies and it's, go out to DGB. Yeah, you know? I was about to say, like, it's, it's going to yeah. get real nostalgic once we're at DGB. We got a couple beers in and... Throwback. Looking at like some waitress and going unga bunga, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, dude, so, stupid ass. Uh, That's where our nights going out, just like I'm you know, walking like three miles all across downtown. I had a bloody knee. Uh, like that. Oh, yeah. was that for my uh, yeah. my birthday? That was your birthday, yeah, it was yeah. Like 2018. Dude, I that's know. a wild story. That was like that was the crazy. first. I don't even know how that. That happened. was the first like <laughs> story I had with you guys, where I'm like, this is something I want to talk about with like other people. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a wild story, man. That was one, of, and that was that night. I got so fucking hammered <laughs> I, I, I i know and uh i we, we smashed a bottle on some fucking apartment building tyler <laughs> threw it to the, the building said scatter we yeah. all ran we I all got, like stopped at like this this like convenience store in the fort and uh everyone like bought like malt liquor but you and me bought water and i'm like yeah we, we fucking know what we're doing <laughs> like, yeah who's having who's buying malt liquor after walking across downtown uh-huh. yeah and uh I remember that, that that night for me ended uh, in an Uber, almost throwing up, and then getting home and waking up butt-ass naked in my own vomit at like <laughs> four in the morning. Yeah, I think we were coming by the next morning. I was like, oh, jeez. <laughs> like, we were filming it the next morning. Oh, yeah, you had to come by and get your bike. Yep. And you're, I was like, and I was just like. He was like, I don't feel like talking, dude. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> that was a great night, but oh, man. Yeah, yeah that was nuts. But. Yeah, man, and uh, this is a first time for me, but I'm at your place, dude, John. You've known me for, like, over five years, <laughs> and you've never been to my place somehow. It's just kind of crazy. It's like, and yeah. Blake's been here like probably a hundred times. times. <laughs> I've been here yeah. so many times. Yeah, it's, uh, and like, and like you've always, like, except for, like, when you lived in Cedar Bluff, you, like, always lived closer to me than Blake, and it's just like, you're just down the road. Why did I ever invite yeah, you? Yeah, I was downtown. It was, like, nothing to get in here. Yeah, I mean, I, I really have no excuse myself, but uh, just no, work is close yeah, to downtown, do and like my improv group is downtown, and like it's like I have no excuse to go anywhere beyond downtown right. anymore. It's like nice. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I mean, my the drive over here was like eight minutes long. It was not even. It was crazy. Yeah, but, it's uh, great. But now you have a nice place, dude. I'm really impressed by your little setup here. Yeah, it's, man. A, it's, it's nice. It's good shit. Yeah, good shit, I like it. We don't have the video going, but people need to know. I that. um. You posted that picture of my Halloween setup back in the day. Yeah, back yeah. in the day, I say about October. What the hell am I talking about? <laughs> We're like eighteen episodes in, so you know. Yeah, fair enough. That was that's enough in the backlog. If you uh, if you listen to podcasts like I do, you probably haven't listened to that one since two days ago. That was like our God. That had to be like one of our first five or six. Oh yeah, because we yeah. started it and then like nearly immediately we turned into a horror movie podcast. Yeah. Basically, yeah. Because Those episodes have the highest uh, ranks. Of course they do. Yeah, the no Michael one, Myers one, uh, Michael Myers versus the People has the highest uh, No one count. wants to listen to us bitching. They want to listen to us bitching about horror movies. Yeah, of course, yeah. Um, but, yeah, and ladies need to know that you're missing out for not being at John Queener's pad. Because this, I would shag you, dude. It's this is good. It's a beautiful place. <laughs> dude, the choice of shag. The fact that you chose shag as your word to use in that sentence was brilliant. Yeah, yeah I mean, dude. it's funny. I've like, 
there are times I've been to like girls' places, like just you know hanging out as friends and whatnot, and like. I mean, they have tapestries and Christmas lights and house plants. It's like maybe I uh, maybe I've created a comfortable space for this kind of thing. But oh, uh, yeah. I don't know. Like, it's I very mean, welcoming. If, if you know, my bed's right next to my church's poster. In case you ever want to like look up at that, you mm-hmm. know, it's, it's really nice. Really, really nice. It's nice stuff, man. Yeah. Blake, how you doing, man? Oh, thanks doing for joining great. us. Hey, thanks for having me over. Yeah, we didn't great. introduce you as we never do. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, yeah no, we, is... we just roll in the moment, man. That's how I. I mean, to be fair. Our last I'm episode, uh, for whatever reason, I was called Lucas and you were called Jordan for some reason. Yeah, like our uh, weird alter egos somehow came out and we were, uh, we were we, our, we sound different, we had different names. It's a completely different show. It's, but. I'm still never going to get used to <laughs> listening to people I know talking on a podcast and me not being able to chime in. Right. Because yeah. it's like, no, it's yeah. like they're, they're there and I forget what it was. Lucas, I think talked about he mentioned like offhandedly mentioned some good movie or some good game or something i really like i forget what it was right now and i just wanted it to be like <laughs> there so i could be like yo that's the shit let's talk about it but yeah. i forget what it is damn it uh, yeah. damn it oh. something that you usually plug every no oh wait hold on no it's towards the beginning of this recent episode oh okay i can't remember either to be honest yeah i listen i was listening to it while i was chasing augie around the house so that's that's kinda, fair yeah kind of had That's to fair. do two yeah. things at once we're, uh, i think we're all in a good mood but uh do we have an it would be nice hmm you know what uh you know i'm actually trying to stay a little positive this episode because it would be I, nice is canceled yeah it'd be nice is canceled this episode but i will say we are in the fucking trenches of winter war dude it's, yeah, like, it's snowing, snowing right now, man. it's fucking clustery cold, cold. yeah and dude. then like when it's not cold enough to snow it's just cold enough to rain and be ass I got drenched the other day. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Pour down like a monsoon. Yeah, for that's a the thing, hours. dude. It's been so fucking rainy lately, dude. Yeah. And then it gets cold or it snows, whatever. I had a, so I got a new puppy, Bandit. Shout out, oh, my, yeah. my little boy. And uh, I, I took him out the other night, and uh, it was right after it rained. And there's this where it's been so wet and cold in my yard. There's a big patch of like pretty much mud that's just never dried out. You know, it's just kind of still moist. And I. Uh, was chasing him and I just slipped, dude, in that mud, dude. Oh, man. Almost mm. did a fucking split seat, man. I just like, but yeah, that was uh, that was rough. And I was like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> went back inside and cleaned up. But now it's uh, you know, last night I um had to go take a Augie to my mom's and I was driving through the fucking looked like a winter storm and and then uh and yeah is it really that bad it doesn't feel i don't feel like it was that bad here no dude i was it was around like 4 30 um driving out of knoxville right at pretty much like like after strawberry plains it okay. was like dude for like 25 minutes it was just dark it was storming like snow and rain it's like sleet and it was just fucking i mean windshield wipers like shh, 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 shh. It, was, it was crazy nice. and then right after that it was clear but I came back in. It was kind of started to get. It was. It wasn't as bad though. Yeah. But yeah, no, it's been snowing. It's still coming down now. It's yeah. Not like, it's, it's, it's not accumulated much at all. No. But like, no. But it's just cold. You, you know. know and, and the cold doesn't do me well because I get like um, my hands dry out real bad and I get like all you know they dude, crack and bleed and stuff. I mean, and, be like me and learn that when you were a little kid and like since the age of like seven i just i moisturize obsessively yeah sometimes moisturizer i have a weird allergic reaction to, to lotion sometimes weird too. yeah yeah there's so. definitely there's definitely like 
things that aren't lotion, but they do the job, yeah. like shea butter and stuff like that. It's like, you know. Yeah, I got to look into some more products, man. But Talking about moisturizing here on It Would Be Nice Podcast. Hey, it makes your hands really soft, and they feel nice. And uh, do you remember that one time we were at uh, we were at that bar downtown, and there was some girl next to you, and like she like grabbed your hand for whatever reason. She's like, oh, my God. <laughs> like she was like, like going nuts over your hands. Dude, I'll tell you, stuff like that, when that happens to me, gets me through a year dude <laughs> like, dude it makes me yeah. so happy i will never forget i was in ninth grade and i was uh, in a gym and we were swimming and i sat next to this really pretty chick and she looked and we we're all sitting down my feet are in the water and she looks down at my feet and she goes you have really pretty feet <laughs> and that that got me through the whole grade hey, dude. Was, was that girl uh quentin tarantino i wish man. <laughs> <laughs> you wish yeah but anyways uh and then now i have, I have ugly ass feet so something yeah. happened so maybe my hands won't be as soft later on the road but yeah she, I, I do remember that she was like your hands are so you know what soft. they say about guys with big feet big shoes yes exactly <laughs> Uh, Blake, man, is a pleasure to have you, dude. Hey, you know, we uh, we honored one of our last episodes over you. We uh, called it the Blake Hall bomb. Oh, I saw that. Dude. I love that, man. Dude, that what, okay. was just perfect. What so was your was... reaction when you saw that in your feed? I loved it. I saw it. I was like, yeah, dude. I guess I kind of have like something interesting going on, but I got a bit of a scattered mess going on around me also, but it's like just try to organize it right, and it just might flow better. So when you so saw the words perfect. Blake Hall bump, did you know what we were talking about, or did you think that we named an episode after your dick? <laughs> I, I think I thought that at first. I figured that was a big joke, and then I looked deeper, and I'm like, okay, I guess, yeah, all right, cool. Keep an open mind. Y'all are just being my my bros. Yeah. Well, it's just funny because there is, like, this concurring event that every time we uh, post something about you or have you on an episode or whatever, it, like, the views, the likes, the comments, everything just goes crazy. Well, yeah, because I was, I was talking about how, like, I didn't realize you have, like, over a thousand, like, Facebook friends, I think. Yeah, I, I did. I don't have that many now. I, yeah, but I, you've got pretty, you got a really high Blake, amount compared I, to, like, me. And yeah, I think, I think it just, just came from just, like, miscellaneous just connections growing up. I mean, I'm it just happens. Like, All right, I'm just, if I added everyone, shit. <laughs> check, it, check it out. If I added everyone I've ever met on Facebook, I would probably have, like, a thousand friends, but sometimes I meet someone and I'm like, I'm not going to fuck with Yeah, I just became big time that kind of guy. I'm like, I, I'm just like, I'm looking for big time for like that, you know, like quantity over quality, or your quality over quantity. Jeez. I had to go through a cleanse, man. About, I'm a cleanse, About a year yeah. ago. I had, People, uh, like, I've done that. Deeply yeah, sad. I had sad. about like 2,000 friends or something like that on Facebook and I was like, I, I was looking, and I was like, I don't even know these fucking people. So I just went for like three days straight. I Every time I was on the shitter or something, I just would like get on there and delete people. I, I tell you know. what, man, like past couple of months, I get a friend request maybe like two or three a week. Almost every time it's someone who's worked with you mm-hmm. or someone who all their mutuals are like people who worked with you. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I guess the name's getting out there and whatnot. Um, I actually had a fun time. I'm with uh, I went to a movie night with friends from my improv group, and I was letting them know. I'm like, you guys know I have an IMDb page. Oh yeah, and I told them about that, and like, I mean, like, yeah, look, look me up, look at my sole credit, and everyone <laughs> thought it was the funniest shit in the world. They're like, you're just, you're literally look you up, and then it's just. He comes to kill the party cock. Dude. Like it has like <laughs> assistant director and all that shit too, but that's like yeah. the first thing that shows up because it's an acting role. Oh man, and I, you know, I never coined that term. I think it was Lucas. like Lucas, yeah. yeah. And and when he said that, it was like you're right. He is the party cock. And because dude, when we did the screening, you had the most laughs in that fucking scene. Oh, yeah. I feel like you and, know what was great too is like they go over and as soon as you see what's about to happen to me, that's when the laughs start because yeah. everyone is just like, oh man. <laughs> Oh man, that's good. And and uh, 
That fucking, I just, I love that scene so much. And it's and every time I've sent it out to screeners or something, I've always got great compliments about the party cock. And, and I think it's so funny to label you as a party cock in, in that film. Um, but did you see, uh, I did a full music video cut of the White Lavender. And yeah. there's a lot more of you dancing. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah Hell dude. yeah. Uh, and then I put you on the thumbnail. I was like, dude, because he's awesome. the man. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, dude. So. Yeah, uh, IMDb. It's weird because I don't run my IMDb. Someone's made it for yeah. me, and um, it's interesting because I'll look it up every I once feel in like a while. And if you have an auto-generated IMDb page, you should be allowed to like claim it and then add all your shit for free. Yeah, not like a permanent IMDb Pro subscription, but it's like if you're in something and someone makes a page for it, I feel like you should have the right to like have control over. I that. agree. Yeah, because there's a uh, there's actually two of mine. One's like just august aguilar and the anthony. other one's august yeah, anthony that's right. and the one. august anthony's got all my credits on there mm-hmm. but i haven't i i don't have any control of it I, so i'm like what's going yeah. on here so but i mean i don't know i guess it's cool so maybe uh someone out in the interwebs likes to look that shit up they can see all strange films oh yeah. So, yeah but lucas shout out lucas because he was the one who made the imdb for he yeah. kills a kill so that's yeah. legit yeah. it's great good stuff uh so fellas it would uh it would be nice if computers weren't so complicated to put together sometimes. So, guys are in the apartment, and I uh, decided to show them my new PC mm-hmm. I just it built. Sexy. Rather, oh, I built it with uh, my two nephews and their dad, my brother Robert. Uh, and it was, a, it was an experience. This is my second PC build. I built one in 2013 with, you know, the help of my brother a lot. And... You know, I've upgraded it, kind of a ship of Theseus situation where, like, before I completely upgraded it, it's like, it had pretty much none of the original parts in it except the motherboard and the, uh, like, CPU fan. But we're putting it together, and, you know, general practice when putting together a PC, and it's just me and my nephew Ethan at the time, uh, they, the others came over later, general good practice is get the motherboard out, set it down, don't put it in the case yet. Install the CPU, the fan, the RAM, the video card, hook it up to power, hook it up to a screen, turn it on and make sure the computer starts, and then put it in the case and screw it in and hook up all the hard drives and cables and stuff. And so we do all that, and the first problem, there are a myriad of problems, we'll get to them. First problem, we can't find the pins that turn the power on. You're supposed to touch, like, a screwdriver to these pins, mm. and it creates an arc that turns the power on so you can test it without putting it in the case. We couldn't find it. The manual didn't have a diagram that showed us where it was. We had to look it up online, and then it wouldn't do anything. Wait for my brother to come over, and he messes with it forever. So the power supply is giving power to the CPU fan, the motherboard, and the CPU right now. We don't have the video card in yet. It does not power on unless we disconnect the power from the CPU, which means, well, whatever, the motherboard starts without a CPU, there's no point. So we mess with that for a while, and eventually we get it to work. And then we add the graphics card, and then we can't get the graphics card to work. It starts up, but it doesn't display anything. This is an RTX 3060 Titan, by the way, which is, like, dummy expensive, but I got a really good deal on it right now. Uh, And that doesn't start, so we mess with it some more, and eventually it starts... And then we, one thing that's crazy is we kept messing with the RAM to see if that got it to work. And here's the thing. I don't know why that PC works because it didn't work and then we changed it and then we changed it back to the way it was before and then it did work. So it's like, I don't know what we did to make this PC work, but it's working and I'm not going to complain because it's pretty sick. 
It is sexy, yeah, dude. No, it is something beautiful. Else. It's really good. And I will say, I felt your pain through all that, but I have no idea how any of that stuff works. So it's, yeah. like, it's very complicated to me. It's uh, it's honestly like it's kind of like putting Legos together, but the Legos only go in one place and they're really fucking expensive. Yeah. And yeah. and it made, there's other shit of like, like I use PC part picker to pick my stuff because if you just go and you're like pick a CPU at random or a motherboard at random, you're going to get there and you're going to be like, open up your CPU and you're going to put it in and it's not going to work because it's like, oh, this motherboard only supports AMD CPUs. You have an Intel, something like that. Or you get the wrong kind of Ram. All all that shit can go wrong. There were like so many moments during the build of this where I was like, I'm like, I have to buy new parts because stuff was just so not working and it seems so insurmountable. But now I've got it. Well, it's nice, dude. And, and you showed me some very impressive shit on there, which I, I would like to say. So, and... yeah, I, uh, you know, I, I'm uh, last year I played through Zelda Breath of the Wild on my Switch. And then uh, as soon as I got this set up, I, I did some finagling and uh, I got it running on my PC now. And yeah, it's, it's wild. It's, it's looking really, really nice, yes. really nice on there. And I'm excited to play some more of that. Yeah, that's that's uh that's pretty neat, dude. I'm I'm jealous because uh, I've always wanted like a really nice gaming PC, um, and I've always wanted to build a PC. But like again, I don't know anything about that shit. And I have had friends over the years who know how to do that kind of stuff. But I think if I ever had the money and opportunity, I would I would pay someone to do that for me and and kind of have something like you do because that's nice. And yeah, I just got my uh, a Mac, you know, one of the Mac desktop, and got my little MacBook here, and those are nice. And I got a regular. I guess, I don't know. See, I don't know anything about PCs, but I Yeah, I've yours got... is like an old pre-built. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's okay. You yeah, know, it they're, runs, they're fine. It's but... fine, but like... Which I realized uh, that he comes to kill. Remember, remember when you came over that one day? And, and he, we couldn't showing, even I watch couldn't it. I couldn't even fucking watch it. Uh, I, I had, had so much junk on there from like old rendered files. It just yeah. slowed my shit down. And um, and I my it wasn't running all that 4k that well but i, I kind of cleaned a lot of that stuff up so did you use proxies when you edited no i did not so that's why i realized what to do for next time i've never used proxies when i've edited before but um i know i'm gonna need to, oh I, I i should especially like because like if we ever get into like you know buying like cinema cameras and mm-hmm. shoot 8k it's like mm. yeah i uh because i was trying to do trying to re-edit some stuff from he comes to kill and the files were just fucking ginormous and that's why i was like what about this proxy thing? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I, I proxied some files, and then, well, there, there you go. It's all really nice, smoothly edited and stuff. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, lesson learned, but we got through it, you know. But, uh, Blake, how's your uh, movie editing going, oh, dude? It's going great, man. Dude, I've got Fallacy coming along right now. I've been editing a lot of the scenes I filmed out in the jungle right now, just kind of trying to get the color grading together for it as well as just uh, exactly how I want to do all the scenes. Have like a handful I took note of that when come spring, I kind of want to just get um, alternate shots in daylight as well just to kind of see what looks better in the long run, which I think daylight would add just a little bit more to a few of the night scenes I got. But all the other scenes I got, I'm really excited about how it's coming out. I feel a lot of just uh, great direction going on into it a lot of great intriguing dialogue and just intriguing just intriguing scenarios kind of unfolding i'm really excited to see how that how this comes across to an audience's mind in time i can't um, wait to see it man you gotta yeah, give us a little it. sneak peek on that i know man i'm gonna i'm gonna have to put one out soon man i'm gonna keep it kind of mysterious honestly just because i'm like as i go i'm like i, I i'm finding my confidence as a director through it all where i'm like i feel it's great but i need to get really comfortable with it mm-hmm. do that too, editing process is like it's sometimes it's, it's, it's like a coin flip it's either Oh man, this is really coming together. I really did a good job here. Or, oh man, I got to redo this. Right. <laughs> like a few of those moments, you know, it makes you like obsessive in a certain yeah. way. I think it brings a certain quality out that I haven't like fully met fully before. Almost a very perfectionist kind of place where it's like, oh man, I, I almost 
want to make sure I get it right before I really know how to talk about what I'm doing. Because like, if I talk about it now, I feel like I'll sound like a crazy guy. If like, because like, no one really knows the context at all right now. So it's like, but I'm what I'm really hoping for, and I think what I'm really seeing dreams come down to is just having originality in what you're doing, honestly. Like in your craft, just feeling like a true original, I think is about the most important feeling you can find. You know, like not, not being concerned with you, if you've made like a masterpiece or whatever it is, just feel like you're doing something that's truly new. I think that is about the most rewarding feeling. I can, I can literally live for that. And I think it's important to stay true to yourself and as far as like what you're trying to accomplish as well. Dude, so I mean yeah. like, yeah, it's like growing your, yourself. your originality, but your authenticity, Authenticity. Yeah, being yeah, real about it. Yeah, you're yeah. always being real. I think we all three kind of have that element to us in our own distinctive way of like just kind of keep being real to ourselves, you know, and how whatever way that might be. But I feel like you're breathing your personality into it in a way that, okay, this is John Queener's work. This is August Aguilar's work. This is our work. You know, like it feels distinctive. And I, I really like, I just love it when something feels that way. I would really recommend anyone who might be listening uh, to check out the podcast that me and you did on the Strange Films podcast yeah, because really me and one. you really discussed all that, we and did. Blake really puts it in a very great perspective, um, kind of digging into the why and how of, of this new film and, and, and everything else. And we and it was a re- really, really great conversation. We so if you guys really want to learn a lot hey. about his fallacy journey, you should check it out. Hey, August. Yeah. Uh, I, don't, I don't remember if we introduced the podcast or not, but if we didn't, then Lucas has died of alcohol poisoning. <laughs> hey, this is It Would Be Nice. <laughs> it Would Be Nice. How far in are we? Uh, let's see. We're 21 minutes in. <laughs> we, see, see, what do you say? One shot for every minute after five. Yeah. They don't introduce it. Yeah. So hope, Lucas hope, uh, is fucking dead Lucas is fucking dead Jordan's still ch- chugging along dude he's dude if we time. release this like tonight that shoot they're shooting tomorrow that's canceled uh, dude Lucas is dead let's cancel their shoot it's like, it's like when he ate that cookie <laughs> yeah, dude. dude you realize the power we have over Lucas right dude, we if we so never much. introduce the podcast we could just kill him we could just destroy him every week dude right I love yeah. chaos so yeah man <laughs> like you're talking about film and vision uh, we got one movie that all three of us want to talk about, yep. but before I think we should get a couple of other little movies, little movies, other things we've watched out of the way. Yeah. And Blake, I want to talk to you about. I, 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 we we can get into it on your podcast that you do about movie reviews, really fully, but we'll touch on it here. I've been sort of doing a reverse Kubrick rewatch. Yeah. I started because I had never seen Eyes Wide Shut. I watched it, and I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to go backwards. I'm just going to go backwards through all of it. because that's the best way to do it. Meaning to rewatch it. Um, Eyes Wide Shut's... I mean, masterpieces. Like it's like year. kind of perfect. It's, it's a perfect like, movie. It gets better the it more is, as time passes. That movie is so dreamy. It's haunting. I love... Movie. Okay, one thing I specifically like noticed, and it's like movies are kind of interesting in that they can make you feel a certain way, but like it's always nice when you have enough knowledge about the craft that you can be like, but why does it do this? And I think a lot of it, and it's really weird, it's the way that Kubrick lights the windows. It's natural It's lighting. the fact that it's, it's all, all blue lights pouring through and it feels really dreamy and like the outside world just isn't really there. And, yeah. You know, like... Yeah, he's, a, he's an ethereal world builder. Finding out afterwards, oh, they didn't shoot that in New York, they shot it on sound stages. Isn't that crazy? Like, in England. Okay. Like, is that crazy? I didn't know that about Kubrick that he like... Like, was it in the 70s, like, moved to the UK and, like, refused yeah, to ever he, leave? No, he, like, for, so even for shoots. Yeah, yeah. Because he, like, he refused to fly or anything. So, so yeah, August has not seen Eyes Wide Shut. No, I haven't. Been, I've been very intrigued by it. It was um, final movie. Yeah, it, I was yeah. about to say, was that his last movie? Literally last died movie. Okay. before it came out. Whoa. Yeah, like, shortly before, yeah. like, four days. There's a lot of rumors that like, it wasn't his final cut, yada, yada. And rumors say, like, he thinks it's his greatest gift to Dude, cinema. I, so. And learning that I, the I studio that. censored 
parts of it. It's like, can it's you imagine what he real. would have done? He was too real with like a lot of just dark stuff going on. Because, dude, if he had been alive and they were like, hey, we're going to like place some CGI cultists so you can't see the fucking and whatnot, like, he would have flipped his shit. He would have, like, said, yeah. I'm going to kill you. <laughs> it, it deals, like, deep with, like, Colts and stuff. Like, it's really crazy. It's a fucking incredible movie. Like I gotta watch it, man. I mean... Yeah, it's a mystery box. It's a Christmas I'm... movie, too. Oh, yeah. yeah. All right, it's in cool. subtle way. It really is. I should have watched it last December, man. Yeah. Hey, man. It's, it's great. Uh, but, you know, we can talk more and more about the themes and that and get into spoilers on your podcast. But yeah. then I rewatched Full Metal Jacket. Mm-hmm. And that's a really weird movie that I feel like I have <laughs> the most movie. to say about because I've only seen it one time before. But it's like, you know, everyone always talks about, oh, the first part's the best part. And I'm like, I disagree. I think the first part is the most, like, entertaining. Mm-hmm. But I think the second part's, like, a, like better. It gives because it, the it Because quality. it creates a lot of contrast. Like, that first part. Have you seen Full Metal Jacket? Yeah, I've only seen it once, though. So I remember the first half being really fun. Yeah, it's and the, uh, I don't it's really the drill sergeant It's just, like, dark comedy. It's really but it's dark. Like, it's perfect. It, it stopped. It, here's the thing. I'm a history guy. I, I learn a lot about stuff. I've learned a lot about, like, wars the U.S. has been in and, like, some of the bad shit we've done, especially Vietnam. And, like, that's that's whole opening like half of the movie stops being funny when you know a lot of this shit because it's just like you really see like oh this is a they're they're not training them to be good soldiers they're dehumanizing them to make them into soulless killing machines and then you see that on display in the second half with like the guy who's just mowing down civilians from a helicopter and he's just having the time of his life and it's just like these guys have lost lost their humanity and they're all about survival and killing and it's just it is a deeply disturbing movie that like it's just, uh, it's so good. Yeah, then I rewatched The Shining, and like I've seen that one plenty of times, and it's just it doesn't get old. It gets better every time. It is just such a, it has such, a madness. A, such a surreal Cabin feeling favorite. to it, and it's it's. I need to reread the book because I, you know, I really understood on this rewatch why Stephen King doesn't like it because the book is very like personal about his struggle with alcoholism, and then Kubrick just doesn't really focus on that that much. Like it's there, but it's not like the focus nearly as much as in King's novel. Right. So I understand that. Still, it's a great movie. Yeah, it's like he almost hates. Like I think King watches. And he's like, man, he just looks like an asshole from the start. Because like, I think in his mind, he wanted him to literally be like a nice guy that was corrupted by you know supernatural forces. But in mm-hmm. this case, it's just like, all right, he's a bastard right away. Which I think the, in the film, it lends itself to something even more surreal and haunting in a way. Uh, I, I really like how he's instantly kind of crazy. I like, guess as, as if like there's something already happening, and you're just watching that endless cycle and and in, in, in its full display. It almost kind of like taps into like. That madness even like opens it up even more, you know, from it the does. from the was, um, hotel completely. I've I've I was uh I've telling you about these guys earlier, Blake, and I I shout out them in the other podcasts a lot. Blank Check uh, did a great series on Kubrick, and one of the guys on there talked about how he's seen the Simpsons Shining parody so many times that sometimes. He watches The Shining and he gets confused when there's not like writing on the walls of like no beer and no TV. Make Homer something, make, something. Make something, something. And Marge says, "Go crazy!" Don't mind no, if I do. It's the only one on the mirror. It's like have you seen himself. that episode, August? Uh, yeah, I have. It's it's been a while. It's such a good that one. one. Yeah, part of a trail award. I've 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 in the past couple of years slowly become one of those guys where like I just say Simpsons quotes out loud and like every now and then Dude. people are like, Hey It's like the best show to quote. I mean it's one of the best best comedy dialogue ever. Yeah. I like that one episode you showed me, Blake. It had like twenty six different oh, shorts. Yeah, short yeah. that's Dude, the one. That's you, a masterpiece. So have you seen the phenomena that is steamed hams? 
Oh, yeah. No. You know the segment from that yep. where uh, Skinner it. has the Super Super Nintendo Chalmers over for dinner, and he's like burns his food, and he's like, oh, I'll just, and he just steals Krusty Burger and gives it to him. Uh-huh. Uh huh. So that has like that is like a huge meme online. People make their own versions of that. There's like one where uh, off the top of my head where they make it like it's Metal Gear Solid and they like have like the alert phase and everything and mm. like the sound effects people just make all sorts of parodies where they'll, they'll cut it there's like I know there's one where it's steamed hams but it's a French New Wave mm. film and yeah. they, just, they just edit it Versus to be the, these weird ways and it's like it's always so funny because it's like it's using this Simpsons scene as like a base yeah. to just explore like what if we just made it like this or it's like great. this. Like, it just feels like a Robert Altman movie. Pe- like, people like modding video games so it's a full level but it's steamed hams yeah. and just stuff like that. It's a fun rabbit hole to go down if you just want <laughs> some crazy. dumb stuff. It's great, dude. <laughs> wow. Uh, Blake, you were, before we started recording, gushing about a movie. Oh man, I literally just watched a movie this morning like right before I came here. It's a new release called After Sun. Man, it's like top 20 favorite films of all time. League's amazing. Um, this is a directorial debut by director Charlotte Webb. Um, or Charlotte Wells, excuse me. Oh, man, it was That's, just... He said Charlotte Webb, and I was like... Yeah, I was, yeah, was going to say, spider? I definitely got mixed up in my mind. Yeah, Charlotte Wells. What was it Wells. called again? Uh, it's called After Sun. After Check Sun. out that poster. It's just literally about two hours long, and it's just this like day in the life out on the beach, a very emotional story of just, yeah, just a little daughter and an old man, just kind of their bond that they have, like very friendly, and it's just very emotional the entire way huh. through. Like just the amount of sincerity and heart behind the whole story. Like I really... Felt something like it woke up a lot of like old memories, but it also kind of woke up something very new and inspiring in me as well. Just it made me think a lot about just like being a figure for people in a lot of ways, how to be like a good role model for others, you know, and, and just an effective kind of way. And yeah, it really got to the heart in a way. I was crying well, uh, like, the whole way through. I, I, I was wiping it. off tears before I walked in. You'll just here. send me some wow. info on that. I just looked yeah. it up. I can't find it on Letterboxd. I'm still like taking it in. It's yeah, it's, it's, a, a, brand it's, new, it's a new movie. Yeah, it's a new movie, and it's just one word. It's literally just after song. Oh, that's why it didn't. Show. Yeah, is it on any streaming platform? Yeah, dude, it's on Amazon. It's on iTunes. It's on YouTube. All that stuff. Stuff. Oh, okay. Dude, it's worth every penny of that movie. It's, yeah, I'm still like reeling in how a lot, a lot of the impact, but it's it, it, that one's gonna live on forever. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah. It felt like a dream. It felt reading, like a dream out reading the beach. this description is like, yep, that sounds like something that I would. Yep, you re- would love read it, too. it off to the the listeners, John. I want to. I want to. Sophie this. reflects on the shared joy and private melancholy of a holiday she took with her father 20 years earlier. Memories real and imagined fill the gaps between mini DV footage as she tries to reconcile the father she knew with the man she didn't. Damn. Ooh, that mini DV part, that's what I shot like my first movies on when I was a kid. Nice. nice. So that's like, whoa. Cool. Check it out. Yeah, dude. All right. It feels like a dream, fever dream out on the beach. Like literally just taking a just taking a week out on the beach, just melancholy beauty, just a lot of a lot of emotional spectrum being explored. There's Hell a lot yeah. of a lot, so much humanity behind it. So. Is it I don't know why, but when you're talking about it in the first in the reading description, it kinda of, I mean, it's, this is maybe not a, the best comparison, but I kind of keep thinking about Manchester by the Sea. That's actually a, an accurate. Actually, that is very accurate. Very much taps into a similar sense of melancholy. I've, I've resonated more with this one, but they're equal. I would say they're equal films of what they're trying to get across. Yeah. yeah very, very good comparison. Um, man, I'm just realizing, like, the plot is, the, the way the plot is, I'm like, is this going to fuck me up because I don't have a yeah. dad anymore? Oh, oh, oh. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> Um, no, it's okay, dude. I mean, I know there's there's a lot of it, movies about it'll that. Fuck, it'll probably fuck up something. I'll I'll tell you that. I, I mean, it's, it's, it's hard to specify what that is because I think it's still fucking me up right now. I mean, I'm in <laughs> I'm in a place where I'm like willing to explore like grief and whatnot. Yeah, and, dude. and stuff. I just got to be prepared for I it. I like this more dark stuff. I've always had a fascination with dark stuff, and I think film is my favorite outlet for doing that. And I think I think that's I think why good I think it's why a lot of film nerds kind of come off as like like cold hearted, kind of weird, <laughs> is because they're they'll, you'll meet someone at a party and be like, hey, what's your favorite movie? And you're like, oh, you know, I'm yeah. I'm a big fan of this movie it's about this teenage boy in belarus who basically watches his entire family get murdered by nazis and he has to go through <laughs> shell shock and whatnot yeah I actually like fan. we had a we had a 
movie night recently with my improv group. We watched uh, Itumama Tambien. Brilliant, wonderful fucking movie, if you haven't seen it. And uh, we were trying to figure out what to watch, and a friend suggested, like, uh, maybe some like lighthearted '90s comedy, something something easy and whatnot. And I almost just said, "Let's watch Come and See." <laughs> if you, you've not seen Come and no, See, August, have no. you? It's the movie I was just talking about with the kid and the Nazis. It's uh, oh, okay, gotcha. it's pretty, it's fucked up. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine. It's pretty, it's it's good though. Um, so Blake, you watched that uh, August. Yeah. Mm. Other than the one we're talking about, you've not watched much lately, have you? Uh, not really. Um... Let's see, no, I really haven't watched too much stuff. I, I, oh, oh, yeah, shit! Yeah, I did watch. I watched one. Night. Well, <laughs> hold on. Before that, I did watch one. Uh, the menu. Oh, oh yeah, oh, yeah, dude. That. I've heard that's really good. God damn, it's so good, oh. man! I fucking loved it. I mean, that I cast went in the world. Stack. Yeah. So it's. I know it's got Anya Taylor Joy, uh, Nicholas Holt. Nicholas Holt, dude. He's. I, every time he shows up, I'm like, oh, it's that guy, and he's so awesome. And he is, but he's quirky as shit in this movie, and it's fun. It's it's good. Um, and then and Voldemort, the guy who plays Voldemort, Ray Fiends, yeah, yeah, fuck, man, it is so good. It's it's because it, it's like what's a dark, it about? It's uh so essentially um he, he the chef he is hosting um this he owns this like this kind of really really upscale fancy restaurant for pretty much rich people on this private island, mm-hmm. and there's like this huge invitation for like selected people to come out to this island and nicholas holt brings anna um she brings he brings her and and they go but she's not she wasn't originally on the guest list like he was supposed to have someone else so so anyways um and that comes up later when you watch the movie but like anyways they all go and there's all these different people of all different kinds of statuses and lives and stuff like that and they've all pretty much have something weird or corrupt about them and but the chef he has this whole course of uh appetizers and entrees and stuff like that and at first it's just kind of like really fancy food and some and people are kind of like talking and judging it and stuff like that but then it gets like really fucking dark and and some crazy fucking shit happens and Man. so it's like a but it's at the same time it's like a comedy so there's a lot of dark comedy uh elements going on and then it goes into like horror mode and it's this such a fucking like my shit dude it's a ride it's it's and it's not even like it because it is a little bit of a slow burner but it's like so clever with their dialogue and so clever of like interesting little things are popping up every like minute of this on screen you're like you want to know about what's about to happen and then once that first boom happens you're like oh shit where is this gonna go Mm. and and dude it's very very satisfying it is i'm telling you it is so good where can the people watch this hbo max dude hbo max i'm telling you one of the best movies i've seen in a long long time the menu the menu cool. yeah dude check it out it, i i fucking loved it and i mean i loved it so much i i kept thinking about it and i had to make a post about it I was yeah like, God, I, I saw that and it's like it's, you don't post about movies you watch that often. i know and now now, now i feel like i'm yeah that's it dude. now i feel like i gotta start doing that for movies i really enjoy because i did that same thing for yeah. the next movie we're about to talk about but damn it is i'm telling you you i know knowing you two you will fucking rave it yeah you'll, i just added that on my watch list yeah, that yeah. Cool. check it out it's so good awesome. Have either of you guys seen a Glass Onion yet? I haven't I watched have it yet. No. I, want to. I keep wanting I to get around to it. One. I have so many nights where I'm like, I kind of want to get into that, but then I think about like, am I in the state of mind where I can keep up with a Who Done It right now? Because some of those yeah. movies, they're, they're gr- like a Who Done It can be great, but you really gotta you gotta be there for it. Yeah. I agree. Um, the big time like mystery investing. Yeah, I really loved Knives Out. Um, so good. Yeah, it was awesome. But it's just I haven't I don't know, I haven't been like. 
I, I want to watch Glass Onion, but I just haven't been, like, motivated yet or yeah, something. And, and you're just, also busy, you know? Yeah, and, like, I have to be very selective with my movies now. And, and like, there's been movies that take priority over that. Um, but uh, I, I think it's going to be fun. I just need to I just need to sit down and fucking do it, you know? Just do it. But, um, I might do that this weekend, maybe. Yeah, yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm hopefully... It's good, but everyone says it is. I'm hopefully planning on watching uh, Everything Everywhere All at Once this uh, this weekend really too. I rewatched yeah. that recently, dude. It's a masterpiece. It literally gets better on every rewatch because it just yeah, it's so hard to. You just got to see it. I, I don't even want to see well, it. Well, it won so many awards too. I mean, with uh, uh, she won best yeah. actress at the Golden Globes. Or it's something just like original that. as hell. That's yeah. about yeah. the yeah. I didn't know this until after I got out. But um, the husband is a short round from Indiana Jones. Oh and yeah, it's you're like, right. Yeah, what yeah. A, like it's, what a glow up. Like like That's going cool. from just being some like kind of. Weird kid from Indiana Jones to like this. I don't know he's what he's amazing. been. I don't know what he's been in like between Not this, lot, but it was just think. like, oh wow, it's like really cool to see him because he's yeah. amazing in this. Honestly, mm. Jamie Lee Curtis stuck to me on the last thing. I like, yeah, she she's, she's, she's a great. So good. She's so good. This is one of her best moments. Everyone honestly. in that movie is really really. Everyone good. stands out. Everyone just because it's like they have. There's a really unique kind of character to it all. But again, I will really refrain from saying much for August, but. Essentially, it just has a unique way of reeling you in. I think that's the best way I could say. Like at first, you'll look at it and be like, "What the hell?" A little bit, but as it goes, it's like, "Oh yeah, I love these people." Kind of feeling. Like, so one, it's one awesome. last thing before we get into our movie. Have you guys seen the trailer for Bo is Afraid? I haven't. No. Oh, I did. I watched it today. Like, so this is, like is a trailer. Is this? This is the tra- uh, the new Ari Aster film. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. yeah it, okay. Yeah. It looks so different from anything. It does. Know. I don't Bo, know. Bo is Afraid. I don't Bo. know what to think of it. To be honest, I don't know. It looks really surreal. Yeah. I. I bet it's going to be funny. Like, I bet there's going to be a lot of laughs. That's what I was thinking, too. I was like, I don't think this is going to be as, like, horrific as his Well, because, like, movies. Hereditary is pretty much just horrific throughout. Yeah. Like, there's a couple of moments of, like, kind of dark humor in there. <laughs> yeah? The synopsis just says, described as a zonky nightmare comedy. And that's it. <laughs> that's wow. Just, I interrupt you. I just... But, you know, it's like Midsommar, like, before... I mean, there's the opening, which is, like, one of the most horrifying things I've seen in a movie. Uh, but then, like, between that and then when it gets, like, horrifying again, there's a lot of, like, weird moments of humor of just, like, yeah. you know, the college people just joking around and being weird. But, like, this looks like it's going to be, like, total whiplash of, like, being disturbed and being like, what the hell's going on? And I'm really curious to see this. I am, too. And it makes me wonder if it's going to be, like, something so jarring, like, when you're watching it that, you know, it it doesn't have that in the trailer, you know, like it surprises us because I also remember him saying that he was making a four hour movie about a nightmare or something about nightmares or something like that. Wasn't that like maybe, something maybe, he was talking about? Maybe this about? is it, but you know, I, I guarantee studios might be like, oh, of course, that yeah. Down. And he's like, okay, I'll release but a director's cut later. Depending on, uh, I mean, just based off what that first thing I um, remember reading and seeing this now, definitely, I don't think it's gonna be four hours, but I also don't think it's as maybe going to be as scary as maybe his more it's going to be a more but, surreal type of horror yeah but i i do think i am excited i love walking phoenix i i think oh, it's going to yeah. be great oh, um goodness. i'm very excited to see it i'm i'm intrigued looks like a trip though it yeah. looks like a fucking trip yeah you know um <clears throat> a movie that came out that i like i didn't really even know it was coming out this soon that apparently it flopped and it's kind of divisive is uh, babylon the new movie by the director that of that was interesting Land. have did you say you've seen it yet? i've not seen it it's interesting i didn't even know it was coming out I like the marketing it. department like really dropped the ball on that it did no i didn't i honestly didn't love it the first time but i will say i'm still thinking about it so i think it might have been an original one that's going to be better on a rewatch i've seen people that are like it's excessive it's, as hell i've seen people that are just like it's so exhausting it it's just like Wolf of Wall it's, unli- it's unlikable it's bland and then i've seen people be like this is like one of the most like unique and yeah. thrilling experiences I think I feel ever. like a little bit like, I feel on the former at first but it, I'm like it does make you think a lot in a way as well like it, it just the extent to excess and just the repetition amongst excess to but the point where it just feels ugly 
I was excited for this movie because I love Damien Chazelle, but I was excited for it. And I'm like, okay, all I know, all I know is Brad Pitt and Margot Robbie and like a bunch of other it's big names are in it. Brad Pitt's great. And that it's about it's old Hollywood and that it's really long. And then I'm like, I wonder when we'll see a trailer. And then like one day I'm just browsing and I see a trailer that was posted like two months ago and I see it's coming out this December. And I'm like, how did I not know about this? Like, I don't understand how that completely Dude, missed my radar. Dude, something that epic, yeah. And it's, it's like, also like, I know I've heard it's a box office flop and I don't really talk, we don't really talk about box office stuff yeah. on here, but it's it's important in the fact that like, if a great movie flops, sometimes the studio doesn't green light the director's next project. But like, apparently it's not doing that well and it's like, why would y'all release this three hour movie by this guy who like, he's not quite a household name yet, but he's got he good some indie things. It's, uh, it looks like an excessive movie. You're going to release it up against Avatar and like all the low, you know, pretty friendly Christmas, not even Christmas movies, but release them around Christmas. So families go see them. It's like, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I, um, I, 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 I wanted to see it. Um, I like the Tom McGuire's in it also. He was interesting. Um, but yeah, I don't know that. I feel like that would have been great. Probably just, Throwing on like HBO Max or yeah, something. Yeah, you know? it's one of those. But, I'll, watch, I'll rewatch it again eventually. But yeah, it's it's definitely the cast is probably the best part. Honestly, just taking in that ensemble how's cast. The, uh, just, how's the music? Just curious. The music? Oh, it's really good. No, it's like great is soundtrack it, behind I th- it all. I, it's I'm assuming lively. it's Justin Hurwitz again because yep. I think he's they've always worked together. Yeah, good. A lot, there's a lot of miscellaneous like sound, songs also. That's it. the thing too. Is it's like you know I love First Man. I think it's a really great movie, I but I see that. I understand why people don't like it as much. But it's just like it's one of those things of like sometimes when you get into a directory, you're almost like you get used to like their pairings. Like you're like, you watch a uh, Denis Villeneuve movie, and you're like, oh yeah, Roger Deakins cinematography. I'm getting that. And like when I watch a Damien Chazelle movie, I'm like, Justin Hurwitz is a great composer. His score for First Man's really really good. Oh man, that's cool. So, uh, you know what movie um, doesn't really have much of a score, but has a really really comprehensive soundtrack. Uh, and you know something I learned recently is that apparently a slang term for vinyl records used to be uh, licorice pizza. Ooh. Hey, that's it. Yeah, is that true? Yeah, I think so. Huh. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. Well, it was a slang at least in L.A. It was. I don't know about like all all, all over the place, but at least that's where PTA kind of says he grew up in. Los is that Angeles. why the name? That's what he heard. Or I, I don't understand the name. Of the... It's a record store, and I think a lot of that just symbolizes what was really in kind of subconsciously with all the characters at the time. Gotcha. Music. Yeah, music was taking over. This is like L.A. in the early seventies, so huh. this is like a post hippified world where music kind of took over the world, became everyone's religion. So yeah, yeah let's break it down, man. Let's we watch. I watch finally. Yeah, dude. Licorice so pizza. what's your initial thoughts on it? I've been intrigued to hear your thoughts forever. God, man. <laughs> I, I Let me tell you. So I had the house to myself last night. I had some beer and pizza, and I was trying to find a good movie. Did and you, I, did, I, you, would, did you have licorice on that pizza? Dude, I would put so much licorice on that pizza. <laughs> but, dude, I just, uh, you know, I, I, I remembered that licorice pizza was on Amazon, and I was like, I'm fucking watching this because I love Paul Thomas Anderson. Mm-hmm. This is one I've been wanting to watch for a long time. I know you guys both watched it. I knew we were podcasting, so I had to watch it. And, dude, I'll tell you, within the first five minutes, I knew I was going to love this movie. And that first five minutes is just them talking. Yeah. yeah. Right into something. It's, it's essentially the whole movie of them just kind of talking and going through various situations and whatnot and, and navigating through those conversations. And and also kind of – and what I really loved about it was you've got um, these two characters who have such a dynamic um, – like attachment to each other, but they're also trying to explore themselves at the same time yep. and navigate through that because no, 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 August. It's about pedophilia. It's about they want to fuck each other, and that's gross. <laughs> that's that's what all the people who have a very surface level reading of this movie Dude, say. Fuck them. Yeah. This is. <laughs> I tell you, man. This movie. It's and and you know there is like a weird 
not it's uncomfortable, I mean, but it's about weird, a weird sexual guy. undertone because it's, it's always it's, it's always kind of there. But at the same time, it's not like she's like some old lady or something like that, and he's like some young kid. Like it's like I mean I don't know if we really confirmed her age in that like she said 25 yeah. but i also thought, kind of thought she was lying because she said 28 at first i think and then she said yeah, 25 like bradley, cooper, bradley like, cooper was in it and yeah. he was a creep he was a fucking oh, awesome i love that character i thought she was like 18 19 and he was 15 she actually seems like she's very immature That's yeah i thought well, i think the biggest immature. theme about this movie is gary is a kid who wants to be an adult and alana is an adult who hates it and wants to be a kid Literally, and they both kind of live vicariously through the other in right. a way. Yep. but it creates this That's complex it. dynamic of like you know it's wrong but it's be- it's so beautiful too it's, yeah it's i crazy. mean to quote alana in the movie do you think it's weird that i hang out with gary and his friends because i think it's fucking <laughs> weird that i hang out yeah, with gary and his yeah. friends you know i was like my favorite character in the movie but point she is yeah the like she's not even in it that much but her presence is felt throughout so, the entire film like, it's yeah, funny she's like good, she's perfect August, you and I, we love we love some Heim. Dude, and I was it was such a treat seeing them. It's such a treat yeah. and the fact that they're all together, those are their actual parents. I, in the I movie. didn't realize that until no. the credits. The scene yeah. where she has I forget his name, but the the guy at the beginning the Lance, Lance, I think. Yeah, guy over and he's like, Oh, sorry, I'm an atheist. Yeah. <laughs> that actually happened to her apparently. Oh really? Uh and whatnot. And that uh, scene was great. Dude. That leads me into like I love how angry she gets with her family and i my favorite scene in the whole movie is right after that she's sitting outside danielle smoking a cigarette she's like you gotta stop being angry at everyone all the time and then she goes oh, oh fuck off danielle it's so good I laughed. Like, she just sits there she's like okay child whatever yeah <laughs> just keep doing well dude it, the whole fucking movie was just fantastic um i i just love the vibe of it and i i love again it just goes back to these characters because it's a really simple like story and structure i feel like but it's such as and but it's just almost like you're just watching these two explore each other and and kind of seeing them go through the jealousies the infatuations the the friendship the everything like the when he gets arrested and she sprints to him at the jail like she yeah like you could see like it was that like she was she you could tell like she cared about him yeah. cared about gary she fucking ran all the way to the police station and then when they get when he gets out and they run together, and they're just laughing oh, and smiling. So dude, I just oh, it just like there's so many like really warm, heartful moments, and then it gets like really raw because there's parts of it like you know, he sees her with Lance at the the hot dog shop or whatever or the burger joint, and um, and I, he was like, "Can we just eat, do you want to eat the car, uh, burgers in the car or at home, mom?" And she's like, "Oh, we can go." And I remember like I kind of remember feeling like that whenever I had a you know crush on a girl yeah. and i would see her with another guy and yeah. that just drove me fucking crazy and then when they're on their phone calling each other and they just don't even say anything mm-hmm. like just like it's just like such a weird but heartful dynamic and in, in relationship that they carry out throughout the entire thing um and and what i love about paul thomas anderson as well is like these movies that he makes especially licorice pizza it, it's always got like it's like there's some there's a core story and sometimes the simplicity of it is so beautiful, but there's also like a, a weird bizarreness to it as well. Like the weird, Bradley yeah. Cooper's element was like, I felt like the, the bizarre moment for yeah. me <laughs> because I loved when he was like fucking looking at Gary and he's like, you fuck up my house. I'll fucking kill you. And he's like, and, and he says something and he's like, you know what? You're from the streets. I like you. He's like, I don't know why I didn't see it now, but I like uh, you. And he's like, but I'm telling you, you got a brother? He's like, yeah, he's like, I'll fucking kill him in front of you. <laughs> like, just crazy, dude. That's you have to love in the end. That's how he is, man. It's perfect, dude. And, uh, you know, like, 
I love the way they play in like the oil crisis into that whole thing with like everyone being low on gas and that whole scene with um the truck being out oh, of gas yeah. is oh, like dude. that yep. is brilliant but like that gives me so much anxiety. Same here. <laughs> but again, it kind of adds like this like this absurd, bizarre kind of element throughout layered in the story, yeah. and it's just like this thrill ride of her, you know, navigate drive in you know rolling that truck down the hill backwards and and then escaping bradley cooper essentially you know with mm-hmm. after he smashes the car and it's everything. But so awesome it's so great dude it's but perfect um, it's a perfect note the entire way through i thoroughly enjoyed it man i swear i, I think um it might be my new favorite pta movie or yeah, it's, it's at least there. it's, it's at least top three i mean i don't I know agree. it's uh i think it's always been building up to his entire filmography in a sense you know it's like a lot of characters who are misfits and then here's almost like a core simplicity of what people like almost like people just accepting each other for who they are but yeah. weird quirky situations that revolve around that core basically i think this just got to the rawest essence he's ever done it, i think yeah another another really powerful moment in that movie that got me was when sean penn was with alana oh, and yeah. and you know she's like I I don't see that that scene kind of made me feel really uncomfortable too because you can kind of feel the insincerity to it. Yeah, yeah. And, and Sean Penn, I was like, man, he's gonna do something real bad to her or yeah, something, you know. And and then you know the whole fucking weird thing with him getting on the bike and doing that show off. But then she get she, uh, what killed me was she was like, do you know my real name or something like that? And he goes and she falls off the bike. But mm. Gary's watching from the distance, and as soon as he sees her drop, he sprints. He sprints her. And I'm like, God, dude, like. It's just like you, you, because you know how much he loves, her, essentially loves her and cares about her, and she does the same thing for him and in, in other occasions too. But uh, what it just, you know, it gets me right from the beginning when he's like, "We're gonna," he tells his brother, "I met the girl I'm gonna marry one day," and and he's also like, you know, telling her like, "We're gonna be together," you know. And, I mean, I think one of the reasons the film resonates so well is because. Uh, you know, it's about two people who are both young, but they're both at very different stages of their life and they're struggling to figure out like what you're supposed to do. And like, I mean, that's kind of what life is. You kind of struggle to figure out what to do. And then like at a certain point, like you kind of just are like, well, I mean, fake it till you make it, which is yeah. kind of how I've been feeling about my own personal life lately is it's like, oh, I guess I, I have a real job and I yeah. do pay, pay, pay the bills now. But like, it's this weird thing of like, you know, you got to figure your stuff out. And sometimes you think something will be a good opportunity and you fall on your ass and you feel like an idiot because Sean and Sean Penn's racing off about to do a fucking jump and you're like on your ass. And then it's nice when you have someone sprinting over to you mm-hmm. to pick you up. Yeah. And even the same thing with Ilana, like she's clearly just trying to figure out what she's even doing because, you know, she jumps into like these business ventures with Gary. And, and even when she kind of realizes like, what the fuck am I doing? Like she goes on the politic route, you know, like trying to help out on the, her local politician. And, and like she's Betty like softy. Yeah, yeah, and she, yeah, and she's trying to convince even Gary. Like, I'm a politician now. Like, I'm trying to have. Do you not want to change job. things? Like, yeah, it's like, really like yeah, in her own head about it. It's just like you know, but that's this that's the thing that we do in life. Like, I've done that. I've had jobs like where it's like I'm trying to do something really serious with my life. What are you talking about? Like, yeah. you know, I'm on this course. Like, and then you realize halfway through, like, this fucking sucks. Like, you know, <laughs> like because I'm st- and I'm still even in a position in my life where I'm like, I don't know what I want to do or how I do things and stuff and yeah uh, it just i really resonated with a lot of different elements in that movie especially these characters mm-hmm. and what they went through and how they interacted with each other yeah dude it's one of a kind of completely and how, and how it gets that kind of subconscious emotional i guess spectrum across it's it's really perfect 
And it's like, I know he considered that also like a, a very personal film. He made like, he was reflecting a lot on his kind of his youth and what LA was like as a kid growing up in a lot of ways when he made it too. So I think putting a lot of that and giving all his complexities within, within all the characters, it's just, it's really a one of a kind movie, man. Really glad you loved it. Oh yeah, I definitely did. I was yeah. so happy I watched That's it, man. So awesome, man. I was like, I couldn't wait to tell you guys. Yeah, on it, man. Yeah, dude. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely one that lives on. Mm-hmm. I guess one thing, last thing I want to bring up is like, Watching this, like, just the scenery, the lighting, and, you know, having, you know, Alana and the rest of the Heim sisters in there, did it not feel like around the corner they were shooting the Summer Girl music I video? I thought that, uh, I thought that very thing, um, there's a scene, I can't remember the exact scene what it was, but she walks out of a shop, or walks into a shop, and it's on the sidewalk, and that, that it was like that very shot, you can see her through the window or something, and I was like, that looks just like the Summer Girl video or something. Like, I was like, they're, they're about to go shoot that right out For there. those not in the know, uh, the Heim sisters in this movie, uh, they have a band together, which they make really great like kind of indie pop music. And uh, Paul Thomas Anderson has directed a bunch of their music videos, and they're really good. Yeah, yeah Summer oh, Girl. So Gotta check out Summer Girl, man. That fucking song, dude. I still I still bump to that, man. I'm your Summer Girl. Yeah, dude. But, uh, yeah, I, I just... I. I can't recommend that movie enough, man. I mean, I know people aren't. It's it's not going to be for everyone, um, yeah, and whatnot. It's better on rewatch. But uh, I uh, I was really happy I watched it finally, Hell and yeah, definitely man. something I'll revisit I'm again. Awesome hearing your thoughts on it, dude. That's awesome, dude. Yeah, yeah. That's great. So, but yeah, that's uh, PTA, man. PTA, he's a one of a kind. Parent dude. teacher association. What a dress. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude. dude. Oh man, yeah. He, it's like he's just got one of those filmographies. It's just there's something for everyone. What was his? Last movie before Phantom that, Thread. Thread. that's what it was. Okay, that's what I thought. That movie, man, I didn't took it. me so long to get to. You didn't, you didn't love it. Did no, you? well, the thing is, I, I I thought it was it was better than I thought. Mm. I liked it um, more than I thought I was going to. It's it's probably something I don't need to watch again. Yeah. Like it's something it's I. It's the one time you made a British movie. It's really different. For yeah, it's to do that. it's probably something I I'm like oh, I'd be okay with not seeing again. Yeah. But I wouldn't mind watching it maybe one day down the road. But oh, it was maybe. yeah, it was just. Um, it's just a slow burner. It's really different, and also, uh, it, but it, it's also got like kind of again, kind of a bizarre charm to it as it, well. Uh, it's a charm like because I like how in that movie where you know she's poisoning him at the end, yeah. and oh, he oh, even oh, he accepts it. It's like a weird bond. Yeah, it's like and that's like, like get him where he's weak, and then you yeah, know more for it. Yeah, yeah, PTA man, he he has these like very very instinctual, um, really unique films um structured films and, and characters yeah, and he has a really good way of like expressing like human condition yeah and, like yeah you know like a lot of his characters do things that it's like people might be like why would you do that and it's like you would do that like you you, you, yep. you Put yourself in a situation. some people i feel like there's a lot of like subtleties and nuance to like the way he writes his characters and the way they're motivated and that they might do things that like someone would think i would never do that but it's like I think PTA is just really good at getting in his character's head and knowing yeah. what they would do and in that situation. Most I think he, I think I've read that doesn't he like he straight up just establishes his characters in a setting and just writes what he thinks they would do yeah, and that's just kind of how it ends is just, yeah. yep, that's how they they would. Conclude. I try to take that approach with my own writing, man. Like I love to put a character in something, and what I like to do is I like to imagine that they're going to do or say something that I personally wouldn't see in my own life mm-hmm. because I feel like it's so jarring or bizarre or absurd or whatever it you is. You say that, strange. Yeah, yeah strange. Yeah. But, um, you know, they would say or do something that I, you know, we wouldn't normally see on a day-to-day basis or if yeah. we were in an uncomfortable situation, chances are nothing really is going to happen out of it. But we can, I can write a character and do those things I would imagine 
could ha- could happen it's or like could say someone's headspace that you would never really want to be at but it's somehow it's all the more fascinating to live in that headspace yeah it is interesting i do yeah it is interesting so i think my favorite example is like daniel play me from the be blood i'm like that's a horrifying representation of like a like a man just in this gradual downfall. And the older I get, the more I watch that. Like, holy hell. Like, I, you never want to admit it, but I'm like, okay, I could realistically do some of this stuff if I'm not careful. Because that could come from mm. isolation. So that movie's the ultimate cautionary. You heard it here ways. full for first Exxon, BP, Shell. Blake's coming for you. <laughs> Blake is going to get his big straw, and he's going to drink your milkshake. Here's Johnny. Yep. <laughs> yep. Paul Dano, Paul Dano, look out, Blake's coming for you. <laughs> my bowling ball? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I wish we had that on video, oh, just man. doing all that. Get a I'm your friend! I mean, there was that one time you almost threw the uh, pool pool cue ball at uh, at, at, oh, at yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey, man, I got it. It's living in who there. Threw a, who threw a shoe? What I didn't uh, throw it. I kicked it uh, off. Oh, was that you? I was pretty drunk and, you know, doing what drunk oh, people do, and my shoe just kind of flew off. Was yeah. the same night we, like, wandered around for three miles? Yeah. We, okay. we talked about it right at the beginning of the podcast. Good good bookends to this podcast. Yeah, yeah. What yeah. time are we at, anyway? Uh, 50 minutes. Okay, we're getting there. Oh, 56 minutes. So I okay, can't, I can't cool. Read. Wow, good timing. It's good, man. It's good. Yeah. We're getting good at this. Yeah, we are. We don't, we're not professionals like Lucas and Jordan setting timers. With a hot topic, though. No. Well, we can all briefly answer to. Sure. You got a hot topic? Oh, I'm thinking of one. I'm just going to throw it out. I think you might reach a better one. Uh, what, you got one, John? Uh, not particularly. Yeah, I don't know about a hot topic. Okay, best movie of 2022. Uh, that one's tough for me because I didn't really watch a lot of movies. <sighs> I've still not watched But I would much. say, I did say um, on a podcast I was on recently, uh, uh, SYP one. I uh, oh, yeah, My oh, favorite yeah. one was X. Yeah, that's, oh, that's, yeah, that's I know that's up there for that. me. I made a, damn it. Letterboxd, your mobile app makes it too easy to... Band you're know, currently into, alternatively. King Gizzard and Lizard Wizard. Nice. That's a great band. Um, also, I've been getting in, listening to a lot of churches, because nice. hell yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, I was actually telling John earlier that the, this this uh, artist I've been getting into is Drug Dealer. Mm, Fuck, know. dude. It, he has so collaborated funky. with Wise Blood. Really? Okay. Yeah. Cool. Funky shit. Hey, release a new album. Let me find what the album was called. Um, but holy hell. Uh, and I wish, you know... we. The music Monday. I know we haven't done it yeah. in a while, but there's a few, there's a lot of songs I'd love to show you. Um, but this album, "Hiding in Plain Sight," mm, man, there's some really great bangers on there. Great, just like really good mood setting cool. songs. They you know, it came out yeah. uh, 2022. Yeah, nice, it's dude. a new oh, yeah. track. Yeah. So August, if you go to if you go to his Spotify page, his second most played song suddenly has Wise Blood on it. Use that as a gateway to Wise Blood because. Oh, oh, oh All right, blood right good. Yeah, um, yeah. I'd say I've been getting into them, and I don't know. I've been, I've just been revisiting. I've I've been revisiting a lot of like '80s alternative Dude, music 80s lately. Feels good right now. Yeah, '80s and '90s. I'm really feeling right now. Like, um, uh, I think maybe the Northman for 2022. Oh, yeah, good choice. Yeah, it's. Dude, I feel like I'm, I've. I feel like I've. I've still not seen so much from 2022. Like I've Same. not seen the menu. That's why I watched the there's right, a lot of. There's a lot of like more art house stuff. I just kind of missed out on that I've not seen yet. I may have to put the menu in front of X. I think I. I, I resonate more with that than I, I loved X, but I think yeah, the X menu is, really is more. I, think of, I put that as my number two. Menu yeah. is more my style. I think with comedy and horror, you know, a little yeah, bit. Yeah, no, my top four are the Northman, X, Pearl, and Barbarian. Barbarian, oh, yeah. fuck, oh, yeah, so good. Really was good. Yeah, I was remembering. Yeah, good lighting in that movie. Yeah. Uh, yeah, my choice, I mentioned it already, but after, so that instantly has to take the cake. Like a movie... Everything everywhere all at once is a close second. A movie both you and I saw, 
uh, I don't think August has seen that, like, it's not like, it's like smack dab in the middle of my 2022, but it's definitely one of, like, the more unique and, like, like pleasant surprises was uh, Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. Oh, yeah, that was interesting. That was That's really neat. It was, like, kind of like, kind of a whodunit, kind of a slasher, yeah. but also, like, it felt so interesting that it is so, like, focused on, like, the younger generation yeah. and like the way they behave and are different Dude, and whatnot. They get really stressed and out it's, in these like troubling situations. And they get, they get like, really cuckoo. <laughs> and it's it's really good. It's a really good movie. It's really yeah, good. It's pretty good, man. I gotta watch that one too, I man. Recommend it. Yeah, yeah. And I would just say that. Um, as far as band, yeah, I've been doing a lot of classics, but dude, I'm really on a My Bloody Valentine mood right now. Oh, I yeah? I was listening to Loveless that one yeah. time on your vinyl. I'm like, yeah, that was just some of the best, just some of the best production I've ever heard, man. Like, it's just so good. Yeah, that's a great record. Oh, I know, dude. Loveless and all their stuff before, like their EPs, like you made me realize, Glider, Trinello, those are all just perfect, man. Just so, so many great songs. Mm. Yeah. Um... Well, yeah, man. You know, Blake, I love I love having you here, dude. I love uh, being able to. Yeah, I love having all the all of us together. Yeah, man. I, I, to, I just to kind of stay it like that. I, I mean, too, this man. is great. It's, it's I I don't know, talk, man. man. We've uh, we've kind of like I mean a little inside baseball, but we kind of toy with the idea of like, what if we just did a bunch of different podcasts? Because we all have so many different things we want to talk about, and it's really like we should just make our own podcast network, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Once we open the doors, man, we got all kinds of things to say. It's crazy, dude. I talk about podcasting so much now, and you know, fucking Ella's like podcast, podcast. I'm like. I'm trying to do something. <laughs> like, and also, you know, I, honestly, I don't really check the stats too much of it would be nice anymore, but like I, I refreshed it the other day. And even the last uh, episode we put out before the SYP one got like another like 18 listens on it. I mean, like it's just like, and everything else still things are going up. So, I mean, and I don't really promote it that much. So there's people out there listening to it for whatever reason, um, but which is cool. But yeah, I mean, I don't know. Like, I think all three of us, whether it's this show or something else, we could do podcasts together because I, all three of us naturally have great conversations yeah, we room, we, and we, we, we have so we much to talk, talk about yeah. about yeah. anything. And you know, you know, the unfortunate thing though is like we have so little free time between all of us. Like we get together and we podcast, and then we don't have time to like sit down and like be like, okay, we need to figure out like scheduling and topics. This and is good though on Saturday morning. This yeah, is a we great. Really, I, like, I actually really like coming was, over here this like morning. It's this really it is really nice because it's just like, you know, I'm so used to like getting off work Wednesday and heading over to August to record and that's just it's, right it in the It feels like a really rushed process. And you know? this is like nice and whatnot because it's like I mean it motivates me to clean my place up a little bit and yeah, just it's just a nice chill too. space and whatnot and like if we don't have anything going on that day it's the weekend so yeah, we finish sure. up and then we could just chill or whatever yeah yep, for sure and <laughs> like I know I got a couple things to do today but like you said if we, if there's nothing going on we could just fucking make a day or chill and do whatever yeah. um, but I, I to, like coming over here we used to kind of do that you remember like it was like early 2020 before the, the dark yeah. times we would get together like usually once a week maybe even twice a week and it's like sometimes you would edit a video or make posts on El Burrito back when mm -hmm. that was a thing. Blake and I would record our short-lived podcast, and mm -hmm. then you know we just eat some food, maybe go get some drinks or something, and then you know, and then yeah, and then the world <laughs> ended, and the world, yeah, everything went crazy. We all went our separate ways. Yeah, it happens, man. Uh, no, um, yeah, this here is, we are. Here we are, though. Pick up, man. That's what's important. Friendship, uh, friendship lasts, man, and and pick up when we're in a room. And yeah, no, but I, I agree, man. I love I love getting together, and I, I wouldn't mind coming over here every Saturday and doing this, knocking out you know a couple things, and hanging out and doing all that jazz. For um, sure, Blake. Uh, yeah. I know you guys were just talking, or you know, when you were talking about the movie stuff, but I would love to see you pick up like your own like maybe movie podcast or something like yeah, that, so yeah. you guys could really dive I've been into. Doing a lot of director stuff. So I, I yeah, see no, that I mean, if you guys like, I just like uh, I keep talking movies, honestly. That's yeah, if anyone likes. Ever. 
you know, really getting into um, directors and stuff, you should check out Blake's videos on YouTube. Yeah, he he goes uh he Let's goes down. He dived the rabbit hole. Yeah, yeah he, he breaks down. While well, we're at it, great. why don't we get our plugs in and wrap this wrap this burrito up? Yeah, <laughs> R.I.P. Burrito back. Burrito block. Um, okay, yeah, you want to go first? Uh, I'm uh, I'm I'm. You double Google. Uh, uh, Queens of John Age on Twitter, uh, John Queener Films Instagram, Facebook, uh, John Queener YouTube, uh, and of course, Wishlist Phantom Fury on Steam. Yeah. Uh, there's a blog post about that where they actually, uh, the director actually mentions a tiny, tiny bit about the story, which is, I think, the first, like, real story info we've disclosed. So, like, you can see that and be like, ooh, ooh, that's what you're working on. So, there's that. Yeah, man, I got B-Hall 7 on Instagram, Blake Hall Reviews on Instagram, Blake Hall on YouTube. Uh, yeah, those are the best places to find me right now. Hell yeah. Stay tuned for your fallacy movie. Fallacy. Stay oh, tuned yeah. for fallacy. It's coming. Yeah, here in a few months. Yeah, I can't wait to yeah, get out some more clips and just, yeah, just get this movie going, man. This will be a baby feature film. I'm excited as hell to see what it feels like to get this out there. So I'm excited too, brother. Yeah, brother. Uh, all right, man. August.Aguilar on Instagram. You can check out the podcast. It would be nice podcast on Instagram as well. Show us some love. Leave us a review if you'd like. Um, and then Strange Film Studios on YouTube and website. Uh we have a Strange Films podcast. Blake was just on it not too long ago. He's got the most plays oh, yeah. <laughs> of, of everything. Uh, so yeah, check man. if you want to really dive into his uh, thoughts about <laughs> fallacy and, and everything else, man, definitely check that out. But, yeah, we appreciate you listening. Hey, thanks for, uh, thank and thanks for being here, Blake, man. Hey, yeah. Hell, yeah. We'll do, it. we'll do it more. It would be nice if we could do this more. Oh, yeah. That's what it but is. we will. We'll figure it That's out. the conclusion of that, of that podcast. Just, we won't be late this Wednesday. We'll have an episode on Wednesday. Yeah. yeah that's, so. that's the thing. You know, when you're listening right now. So. And, uh, you know, maybe in the future I'll have more than just, you know, a thrown-together platter of bacon. Maybe whole-ass, like, brunch, you breakfast. fucking cater us. But, yeah. You make mimosas, <laughs> yeah, all that. Dude. Yeah, man. Yeah, you should uh, really like, go all out. I expect to have a whole... You know, countertop. I'm, full I'm not gonna lie. Food. Last night, I was tempted to text you and be like, "Hey, you wanna, you wanna, you wanna pick up some donuts on the way here?" I almost, I almost texted you this morning. So, should I get some donuts or anything? Well, now we know. What we're doing All right, now week. we know. Now we know. Yeah. All right, guys, thanks for uh, listening again. It would be nice. It'd be nice. It'd be nice. Thanks.